Hey, wives, welcome to the Ardent Wife podcast. We are here today um, continuing our series on Titus, and we have been sharing over the last few weeks just different aspects of the scripture, Titus 2, 3 through 4. Three through five. And it starts with likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to too much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands so that no one calls, no one will malign the word of God. And today we are focusing on the be kind aspect of that scripture. And if you haven't heard our perspective on the different uh, parts of Titus 2, 3 through 5, go ahead and check that to our other podcast episodes because we have had great conversations about that. But today we are talking about what it means to be kind as in regards to our marriage and mentoring younger women. So my sisters, Tiffany and Jennifer, what do you guys have to say? So I would say, I think it's when I started to study this whole thing on kindness, what it is to be kind, I think it's important to recognize the difference between being kind and nice. I believe that the Lord was very strategic, as he always is, very intentional, I should say, in the word that he chose. And you see that... um, it, we see kindness as being a fruit of the spirit in Galatians 5. Yep. It's not niceness. <laughs> you know, he didn't say, you know, niceness or to be nice here in this verse is to be kind. And I think there is a stark difference between kindness and niceness. And what's the difference? Uh, and so I, you know, I was reading um, a lot of different perspectives on it. And what I come to is that kindness is more so when you look at this word, even in the Greek, it has this element of benefiting, being beneficial to the other Mm. person. And niceness is more so about saying yes, or to, you know, you're more concerned about you and how people are going to perceive you. And so you want to come off as being nice and you want people to like you. So you make that about you. And I'll give this an example. My sister, she was telling me she had gone to a new hairstylist to get her hair done. And she said within two days, it was a mess. And she was trying, she was conflicted on whether or not she should talk to the stylist. I said, well, it would be nice not to say anything, right? I'll just be nice and I'll get along just to get along and she won't think bad of me. But kindness would be, hey, I want to benefit you and your salon longevity. Like I want to benefit you and let you know, like I'm not doing this from a place of, you know, out of malicious intent or anything, but I, I want you to grow and to be better. Again, the element of the Greek benefit you, then I'm going to tell you, but how often do we yeah. decide to be just nice? I'll just be nice. I won't say anything. I feel like I love that you defined it because I never, I never took the time, first of all, to think of the difference between the two words. And I think that happens often. And we're in a world now where you we are we coddle to a lot of things we're nice about a lot of things 
and we're not helping anybody out. We're not benefiting them. Um, and I'm just going to be like pronouns. That's one thing that we're being nice to people. Uh, we're trying to appease other people by following these pronouns um, that people want to be called um, or want to identify as when they were born a certain way and versus being and I don't think it's unkind to call somebody by their name whatever name they chose but the the pronoun thing like I know and it's probably not a good example honestly but it's to me is us trying to be nice in this society i think there's so much political correctness that's it political yeah. correctness is being nice yes exactly. it's appeasing other people um yeah. and not necessarily benefiting them it's just so that they don't get upset mm -hmm. when i think about uh romans this made me think as you were talking about romans 2 verse 4 it says or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance. And mm. he, he does not hold back from sharing the truth. No. But he does do it. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I know for me, when God corrects me, he's always been kind. Yeah. I, I've been rebuked by God. But it's always been in kindness. It's always there. He's gentle. He's loving. And 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 so when I think about what you're talking about, and I think about man, we get to receive this from God, this mm -hmm. truth, this kindness. It does produce a change too. It's His yeah. kindness that leads us to change, to be different. Um, and and so that showing up in our marriages, right? Mm -hmm. Just like you said, maybe I, I want to say something. It, the kind thing is to speak the truth in love, yes. to do it in love. And I can do it with my words in a way where it's not bitter, it's not angry, but it's from this place of patience, how God has been with me. Mm -hmm. um, I say mm -hmm. that and I'm like, but I don't always do that in my marriage. You know yeah. what I mean? That's not always yeah. how I respond to my husband. But I do believe that this is the standard and this is what Titus is talking about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. And I think too, um, and I think that's why, and so why it's a fruit of the spirit, mm -hmm. because it's something supernatural. We can't produce it in and of ourselves. And so John 15, 15 tells us that, you know, it's us being connected to the vine then that right. we bear this fruit. So Jesus is our source, right? He's the source. And then we're these branches off of our vine, the source, and we get these nutrients from him and we bear the fruit. We're not out producing kindness. And I think that that's important because we need the spirit for us to be able to, especially in a world that's opposed to God, to speak the truth in love, because right. it would be easier to not say anything. And especially, you know, when it comes to sin, you know, you look at sin and you see somebody who may be having premarital sex, you know, you have friends and the nice thing to do, well, I'm not going to say anything, but the kind thing to do is like to tell them, hey, this is what happens when you do that. This is what the Bible says about that. And I was reading um, a quote earlier this week and it said, it's better to be offended to hell. I mean, offended to heaven than flattered to hell. Mm. It's better to be offended to heaven because the people are going to be offended. Yeah. Right. Kindness sometimes can be offensive, but like D said, you sometimes you don't stop to think um, 
how those two words are different. And so sometimes you equate them to be the same thing, but they're not. And kindness can be offensive in that you're doing it to benefit the person, but they may not want your two cents. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and that's what I was thinking. It's your heart posture, your intention with kindness is the benefit of someone else. It's to help them do better than what they're doing or to redirect their actions or whatever behavior they are. And especially in marriage, like if we're nice to our husband, that will lead to resentment in my mind Mm. because Mm. you're just trying to appease them versus when you're acting in kindness, it's so Mm -hmm. that you can better your husband. And that's our roles as wives as we're helper. We're here to better them. We're help. We're here to make them shine like that is our job as wives and so if we're acting in a spirit of kindness with an intention of bettering our husbands it also betters our home it betters our marriage it betters for our Mm -hmm. children and so but when you're being nice Mm -hmm. and you're just appeasing your husband and and i don't can't think of an example but it's just it's not fruitful Mm -hmm. and if we're coming from that that from the vine spirit right we, we, we're called to be fruitful and multiply, not just with having children, <laughs> but also in all <laughs> other actions as well. And so, yeah, coming to your husband with kindness versus being nice is helpful and it's fruitful and it's all your heart posture. So I'm glad that you defined it like that because I never even considered it. And I definitely want to come from a place of kindness Versus just being nice to him. Because I can be nice and smile and nod and be like, yeah, I, yeah, that basketball game. Yeah, I totally care about it. Or, you know, when it comes to something like finances or decisions made on the house, I can come from a kind spirit and be like, hey, babe, I think this is better for our family. And so that's why I'm coming to you. And I think it's so important, too, um, when it comes to raising our children as well, Mm -hmm. because so often we're told to be nice. You know, if you don't like something, you take it, you accept it, you don't say. And I think there's a line maybe, but Mm -hmm. I always tell Reese, like, I try to make it safe to where if it's something you really don't like, then tell me, Mm -hmm. you know, and not to be and come from a place of no offense, just allowing people to share their truth or share how they feel about something. If they don't like it, then accept that they don't like it, but don't play this. Oh, well, you be nice. You, you (laughs) take, you just say, thank you. I mean, you can say all those things, but you can also be kind and tell this person that, Hey, I would prefer, or, you know, cause how many times do you accept something? you're nice about it and it ends up in the trash or you get, and that's not kind to the other person or you end up re-gifting it. Yeah. It's really not. Yeah. Yeah. That just made me like, nice is not being genuine. It's not being authentic and that's not being kind to someone um, making them think. And then they're going to keep giving you that candle that you don't like because you were being nice, you know, (laughs) and teaching our children from a young age to have these, these boundaries, um, I think is really healthy for them as they grow, especially um, women. Um, I don't have sons, so I can't really speak on that, <laughs> but I think definitely for women, but also being unoffendable is something as you guys said, and that is something <laughs> that um, I think we should talk about because I feel like that is also a product of kindness versus product of being nice. Um, if you do have these appeasing things that you say and then 
someone comes to find out that that's not what your true heart is. That's not being authentic. People, that's where the offense comes in. Cause it's like, why weren't, why didn't you care enough to tell me the truth? Why didn't you care enough to right. be authentic with me or genuine with me? And then you're and, not really known. Yes. You're not really known. And then you lack intimacy, right? Yes. That That's the opposite of what we need in our marriages and in relationships. Right. And that unoffendable spirit is like, okay, it hurt what they said, but it's because they want me to be better. It's because Mm -hmm. they love me and they see more in me. And I feel like another thing this in our world is offense. We are always on the defense. We're constantly defending ourselves and being offended by others' actions and words versus thinking of it as they're trying to help me. It's not, it's constructive criticism. It's constructive versus destructive. And I think that's also a part of this. And that's important too, Dee, because I believe, like you were saying, like in the culture that we live in, it's easy for people to say, oh, she's just hating. Mm. Oh, she's just hating on me. Oh, (laughs) she don't want me to be great. Oh, she just, you know, whatever that is, instead of like, okay, maybe I should just take a beat. Maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. And maybe this is the Lord showing me that maybe I need to improve in a certain area. Because when you look at Jesus, when he talked to the Pharisees, for example, most people would probably say Jesus was not a nice man. Mm -hmm. You know, he was kind because he knew what they needed. He knew what they lacked. He knew they needed Jesus, him. And they, he knew that they didn't have him, but they thought that they did. And so Matthew 23 comes and like, you hypocrites, Mm -hmm. like you do this, you do that, you know, but he's very, direct and he's very but he does it from a place of for their benefit compassion Uh, yes that's what it is that's Mm -hmm. what kindness is is like god showing god's compassion yeah towards other people you know and so it's important um I believe when you do feel that offense because I get offended too it's like someone to come you know you it like takes the breath out of you for a minute like how dare you But to pause and see, I hear people use the term, eat the meat and leave the bone. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, God, what is it that I'm to take from this encounter, this experience? How can I grow from this? Is this you trying to tell me something about me? And just, you know, take it that way instead of just automatically just dismissing it. And that's because when you take offense, it's hurting your pride. Yeah, And we're living in our sin Mm -hmm. versus walking in humility and humbling ourselves, right? Which is what we're called to do. And in marriage too, I feel like some marriages can be very combative because both prides are being there. The -hmm. prides are at war versus Mm -hmm. humility taking in and being like, and coming from a place of kindness, compassion for each other. And so I I just think of like, when we first got married, just having some of that pride, you know, like, oh, how dare he say that? And that type of thing versus me being in a different space now being humble and knowing that he loves me, and he wants the best for me. And especially in my business, it'll say some things sometimes that'll be like, well, you don't even do this, like how you have something, but then I have to step back and realize, 
And it's because he wants me to do well. And because he sees that I'm trying hard, that it's coming from a place of kindness and compassion. And I need to humble myself mm -hmm. <laughs> and receive what he's saying and eat the meat, spit out the bones. Um, <laughs> definitely is uh, something that I have to do. But I just remember when we early in marriage, not being that receptive person and just having to grow in my humility uh, to become that person. Yeah. And I wonder too, like how, how this scripture is calling us to be kind. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what does this look like in your marriage, not only receiving, but giving, you know, in, mm -hmm. in, in being thoughtful in what we say and how we say it and the timing of which we say it right. Not when they're coming home. I don't know. As a young wife, I remember, and I was home with my kids at that time, it would be like, Oh, you're home. Good. Here, I've been in, you know, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, we just like gave the the pushing our hands to them, right? Because you're just like, here you go, you take it, because I'm yeah. done, right? But there's this, like, that's just one example. But I just think about like, man, mm -hmm. the the how how can I be thoughtful and kind to my husband? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, what does that look like in my speech and my timing? And and I love how you you said it. Of it's not about me, but it's about the other person. Yeah. How do I show up in my marriage kind? This is what Titus is talking about to be kind. Yeah. And know? also in mentoring younger women. Yeah. Those women who are having premarital sex or whatever the case may be coming right. from to them, not with condemnation, but with compassion and kindness, because you want them to walk in glory and walk yeah. in righteousness. Mm -hmm. And so also as a bride, but also as a seasoned woman in the church, I feel I just remember older women in the church coming to me with it did not feel like kindness. It felt like it was coming from a judging spirit. And so for us to words matter. And mm -hmm. like Jen said, the way you say it, how you say it, and the timing of which you say it is very important. And if you're coming from a place of kindness, you're going to first of all pray about it before you come to that person so that you are having yeah. the Holy Spirit. You're walking in the fruit of the Spirit and not acting mm -hmm. out of your flesh. And then you're going to say it the way you say it, how you say it, and the time you say it, it's going to be from kindness and compassion. And I think that's important, whether we're leading other women in the church or we're in our marriage self, just stepping back and just taking a moment to come to the Lord, Holy Spirit, be present here um, and help me say this better. And when should I say this? Might not be in the heat of the moment when or when your husband first walks through the door yeah. or when that first sting happens it, or whatever or while they're doing the thing that they're doing it might take a moment you might have to come back later to it and just come to them with a place of compassion and kindness right and as you were just talking you know I was thinking you know in some ways it can you know we we've been going through Titus and it's telling you this whole list of things right and it can become sort of overwhelming mm -hmm. and you start to think like well what can I be doing better and sometimes we start creating this plan right where it's like, I'm going to start doing this and I'm going to start doing this. And I think in that you take the focus off of Jesus in mm. that. And mm. the whole intent is always to keep him as the point. Yes. And so when we start with him, it, it overflows out of us. It becomes this place of I'm not trying to be kind. I'm not 
trying to be, you know, subject to my husband. I'm not trying to love my husband and my children. Like, it's not this checklist thing I'm doing or, you know, but it's more so I'm connected to Jesus and it naturally flows from me. It just naturally comes from me. And don't want to miss that part in our doing. Like our doing first is to be with him. Right. It's to be with him, to know him. Yeah. It's reverence. It's because we love the Lord. We're doing it. Yes. It's yes, exactly. To know. And as you, I was thinking about something else the other day too, you know, in the old Testament, it's like when a husband and a wife um, had sex, it will, it wasn't like, Oh, they had sex. It was, he knew her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like this knowing, you know, we, we get to know intimacy is this intimacy that we get to have with Jesus where we know him. And from that place of knowing, everything else comes. Yeah. <laughs> you'll yeah. notice in your life, you'll be like, dang, I didn't want how I did two years ago, right? Yeah. Like, because it'll just be that overflow. It'll be like, so we can give you tips on how to be kind and how to be thoughtful. Okay. <laughs> but really, it yeah. does. It's like, and I've noticed, I've seen 19 years in, things that would have bothered me in oh, the yeah. are, I react different now or I can be kind. And, and, and it's not because I've taken five steps. It's right. I've grown with the Lord. Yes. And that's yes. hard to explain. It's hard because it's not five steps to being kind. It's really no. not. No. But how many times though we do it the opposite? Like our husbands come to us with something they don't like, or we come to them with something we don't like, and they do it for a hot second. We do it for a hot second. And then we're back to our old ways, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's like nothing really changed in me. I was just doing this to try to appease you. But in that way, it doesn't last. When you're it's being nice. <laughs> yes. It's like, okay, you want me to do, okay. But it has to come from like this deeper place. Yeah. Um, so that's just important. Like start with Jesus, end with Jesus. Start with Jesus, end with Jesus. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yes, we are navigating through Titus. And in our Ardent Wives Club, we are trying to walk with other women. We have women who have been married for two months. We have married for more for 50 years, which is amazing. And uh, just coming to them with kindness because we want them to start with Jesus and end with Jesus. And so um, if you want to join us in the Ardent Wise Club, you can definitely check the link down below. And we'll be continuing this through Titus because I, as you saw, I continued to read past Be Kind. And so we have some more to explore with this Titus series, but we would love to hear any comments that you have. So you can send us a message on multiple platforms. We'd love to hear your voice of what you have, or you could just join the conversation in the Ardent Wives Club. And so, yeah, we are here to cry together, laugh together, and grow closer to Jesus. And we're so glad that you've listened to us today.